0: Every tongue confess
1: And I'm having Neil mash it together. What are you doing? (laughs) What?
2: You interrupted Kanye. (laughs) Are we live now? Yes, we are. And you guys should go to your Twitter account. (laughs) Go to our Twitter. And
1: uh, go share
2: the space. First
1: cross-politic Twitter spaces after Knox Unplugged showed us how to do it.
2: Well, yes. (laughs) Well, there we are. Yeah, so there's actually. Oh, there's two. There's a couple. Yes, there's a few on there.
3: I'll just share them all.
2: Um, whoa, that was somebody's alerts. Get oh. those well, off.
3: Was that was that Delicious. your alert? That's your this
2: alert. My, yeah, my yeah. hey, yeah. so listen, there's four people in here right now. I, was, yeah. I don't know how he's I in both of our here. oh yeah, he is in both <laughs> angles. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. So, so listen, here's what we're doing. We are actually <laughs> Get out of my angle. All the angles Gabe <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, such a game we're story. actually streaming on YouTube right now. We are also streaming visuals on Twitter. As well as in the spaces, um, I want everybody in here to go share this space right now. Tell the people to come in. Want to have a conversation with you guys? I got a couple things on my mind. Okay. <laughs> I Uh-oh. I got, and this is dangerous, uh, and I'm gonna get in trouble
3: with some things. Um,
2: yes, sir, Pastor. Um, is this Knox unplugged? No. This is uh, Knox Trouble,
3: and so you're here to uh, counsel me. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, <laughs> hoping, I was hoping maybe this is my first time on Knox Unplugged. No, ah, Toby's un- never been invited on Knox. I've, I've heard, heard okay. about Knox Unplugged. Wow! And I, and I've seen like the fan, you know, groups wow. online and, like these <laughs> Knox Unplugged groupies. And can I tell you a story about that real quick? <laughs> so there was a Knox
2: Unplug like breakfast get together on Saturday that I wasn't invited to. Yeah. See. <laughs> See.
3: <laughs> so don't feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> See, like people are really into it. I, I, was like, like, I was like, maybe I was finally on Knox Unplugged, but no, but that's not that's not what this is, guys. Knock, this is no, not Some Unplugged. It's, no,
2: definitely not. Knox unplugged is all about me with absolutely being nothing about me. Okay. Right? That's, yeah. And so this is kind all of right. the same thing. Okay. So I guess it's kind of like that. <laughs> so I've been having some so yesterday I did a spaces, um I did a space with uh David Reese on National mm. Covenanting. Yes. He did a great job. I think it's one of those uh topics that doesn't get discussed that position doesn't get a a fair hearing. Yeah. And I think it's because it's tied to the covenanters and people don't really like those guys.
3: That's too bad. (laughs) Right. It's it's their loss.
2: And I talked to him. I thought he did a fantastic job. We talked a little bit afterwards and we were talking about, okay, let's, let's do this a little more. Let's figure out how we can continue to build out the concept of national covenanting, because the problem isn't the the national side or the civic side is that people have no concept of covenanting. Mm. Right? right, And it's like, well, how do you explain this to people who don't understand what a covenant is? Mm-hmm. And so he spent a large part of the beginning talking about this. But he said something in passing that reinvigorated kind of a, a passion that I think we talk about a lot on the show, which was people underestimate the value and the importance of the family. Yeah, And I'm like, you are right. It's be, And I think part of it is when we say stuff like that, everybody's... Now on the conservative side is saying things like, hey, you know what? The family, if we don't have that structure, then we're all going to fall apart. And everybody keeps pointing to, oh, it's fatherlessness and it's fatherlessness. And and so it's become not something to examine and say, how do we do this? Because the church is not the one who's really leading that conversation. The secularists are. Um, I don't even mean that to conservatives. Uh, But it's become a talking point. Right that people say in order to kind of like jam the other side, because they're so anti-family. Right. But nobody knows what that really means when we talk about that, really, if you don't have uh, the family, you don't have anything. Mm. You don't. Even the qualifications to become an elder is proved by the family.
3: Right.
2: Every civic office is proved by the family. And so I was thinking about this. Here's two things. I want to talk about just the massive importance of the family structure and what it does, and if, I was reading with my my kids and family worship. We were reading about idolatry, and Moses is telling them in Deuteronomy right before they go into the land about, "Hey, when you come into the land, if there's somebody who even might be a family member <laughs> and they want to tell you to go worship false gods, yeah, you need to take them before the elders, and you're the first person casting a stone. Yeah, all right. So, but that all started at a very local level." And then that got brought to the authorities, and then a judgment was made after a fair trial and everything. And if they were found guilty, then here we go. But everything that we think about, everything that our world here in America, the way that even Christians think is all top-down power, Mm. everything. And so I've been wondering, I'm like, man, the conversations we're having about presidential candidates, the conversations we're having about our Congress and leaders, I think is a valid conversation to have. But it assumes— that everything that happens in America is all controlled by the top. Mm -hmm. Well, if that's a backwards cosmology, a backwards understanding, but that's a, a a pagan, even paganistic idea, secular idea. How do we start thinking and operating? Cause some of us will think, yeah, the family, Yeah. but then we don't know how to operate. Yeah. The family. So then I wanted to bring to the tape as Gabe's got his Bible open. This is kind of scary. Make me think, Um, (laughs) I I was thinking about, and guys, I see you inside the spaces. So if you want to talk or engage, feel free to toss your hand up in here. I'm watching and you can chime in on this conversation. I'm going to check and see if you shared this first, if you're going to talk. You you can see who shared it. Well, I'm going to (laughs) go find the account and see if they shared it. (laughs) Otherwise, I ain't letting you talk. Um, But I want you guys to think with me on the spaces and, and even on YouTube and Twitter or X. Should we if if all the power that we think and that we feel is operating is from the top down and that's how we change everything is grabbing power from the top, what does it look like then to actually operate the reverse of that? Because I've been questioning whether or not I'm gonna vote in this next election. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've been questioned because I and and at I, least for president. At least for president, that's what I mean. Yeah. absolutely. At least for president, I'm questioning if I'm even going to vote for president this next election. And I know how everybody and everybody just went like, "Oh my goodness, you got to vote it's the most important election yeah. that we've ever had. You got to vote. It's always the most important election we've ever had." So yeah. I get that, but I but I want to figure out how do we? I looking at COVID and when COVID happened, we, I was thinking of Michael Seifert and Andrew Crabbishet. And I was thinking about what they've done practically that has nothing to do with the federal government, Mm -hmm. that has massive influence to our everyday lives because we now know businesses where we can shop with and give our money to that share our worldview that doesn't interrupt and impede our liberty. Well, what does that look like and how do we start flipping this thing backwards and saying, no, I'm not playing the game of power. I'm not playing the game. I'm going to play the game of authority. Where do I have authority at, and how do I operate within the authority I have? And I, and so I don't, I don't, I, I, look, I might end up voting, but I'm considering what are the plays that I can do that don't assume a Machiavellian worldview yeah, because I don't believe that. Mm-hmm. Then why do I act like it? Yeah, and I'm convicted by that, and I and and so so that that's one side, and the family's the other side. All right, I'll shut up for a second and see if anybody wants to talk in this. Oh, no audio on YouTube right now. That's odd. Okay. Poor guys. Poor
3: guys. I guess you got to go over to the Twitter spaces to get the audio. <laughs> um, so I was thinking about well, one thing to th- say would be it's it's not it's not either or in terms of um, national local. It's not either or in terms of um, mm. broad or particular. But what I would say is that you because so you have somebody like Um, Think of Joseph, for Mm. example. Joseph's a great story in Genesis of somebody who has to suffer through a number of different challenges at at the family level, Mm. and then on his own as a servant, a slave in Potiphar's house, falsely accused, thrown in prison, faithful among the fellow prisoners, and then raised to the Pharaoh's right hand. And it's not like when Pharaoh said, you know, it's not like Joseph, when, when Pharaoh... Uh, has his dream interpreted and and says what should i do joseph doesn't say i don't know just tell everybody to be faithful in their marriages Mm. (laughs) he Mm. says no he says you need a ruler for this moment who will be wise and help save a lot of lives and and then and at that point pharaoh says i don't know of a wiser ruler than you Mm. and joseph has been prepared for that moment so um, it, I think there's it, – it, sometimes conservatives can be heard as saying we don't want to even have to worry about national politics. We don't, ha- we don't have to worry about um, global politics. And we say, no, no, we're not saying that. At least I, that's not what I would no, say. No, that's not what I'm but saying either. What, but what I would say is I don't trust you to do a good job at that level if you haven't been practicing at, at the local level, if you have been practicing in your family. If you haven't been practicing doing what is right and and learning how to love and serve people, not just um, being an ideologue, and there's a lot of conservatives. Define ideologues. ideologues are are people who have these ideas, these principles that they've never had to, um, they've never actually applied with wisdom uh, to people, to real people. Now, there's a form of that, of course. There's people who say, you know, you're an ideologue just because you live by principles. But that's not what i mean i'm talking about somebody who's um just um is is a perfectionistic a precisionistic um in terms of uh uh um, they've, they've got to follow their their philosophy and and who cares how it lands on anybody who cares how it lands on anybody mm-hmm. but if you have if you're a husband who has to love his wife as christ loved the church and gave himself for her you have to do that by what? Well, First Peter 3 says husbands dwell with your wives in an understanding way. You have to mm-hmm. know your wife well to know how to love her well. You can't just read a book. You can't even read just a good book and then say, okay, now I know how to love you like some kind of robot. Um, that's a great way to not love your wife well. Mm-hmm. You actually mm-hmm. have to see how your love is landing. How is your love actually applied? Um, um, what's, is, is it actually making her more lovely? or not Mm -hmm. and even Mm -hmm. if you have a lot of good ideas going through your brain you have really good theology going through your brain Mm -hmm. it doesn't guarantee that you're loving your wife well you have to know her you have to dwell with her in an understanding way knowing what she needs knowing what her situation calls for and it's that kind of uh knowledgeable love dwelling with your wife in an understanding way and then dwelling by by analogy dwelling with your children in an understanding way knowing what uh, what is right and wrong yes but then knowing um what do they need are they getting the memo sometimes i tell men i use the analogy like um you can you can you can think of leadership in your home like leading your family uh through the jungles of south america mm-hmm. um you know you, you, know, you either plane crash and you and your family are the only ones that survived and you're in a jungle and you know you've got a compass and you know we got to make it for the sea mm-hmm. it's this way family and you have you know you have your um you know you, you get them behind you and you say right, i'm gonna take i'm gonna i'm gonna lead you well if if you you say this way, and then mm-hmm. you just start hacking your way through the jungle, and then um, half an hour later look up and look behind you, and there's nobody behind you, yeah, like you suck as a leader, yeah, like right. it, it doesn't matter that you said I'm the leader, follow me, yeah. If you don't,
1: or, and, or even I know the way and it's this way, yeah, it's it this doesn't way. matter. Follow yeah. me, whatever.
3: It's like <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're a leader and you're not a good leader. Yeah, you, like right. part of being a faith leader in that situation is you you start hacking your way through the jungle and you're turning around constantly saying how's it. Are- following How, you. how's yeah. it going honey how's yeah. it going kids and watch out for that uh, that step watch right. out for that quicksand watch duck your head here right. look out there's a snake and, i mean you have to guard them and protect them and make sure that they're actually following you right. that's what makes a good leader Yeah. and and i think so much of that is happening happens in healthy homes yeah and that is what enables a man then to begin learning to be a, a faithful businessman a faithful a citizen of his own community, a faithful right. churchman, um, and then oftentimes a leader in the church, a leader in business, and then um, and then sometimes, depending on circumstances, maybe a leader in your state, maybe a leader in your county, right. maybe a leader God
1: blesses it, at yeah. the national right. level.
3: May, maybe God looks at you and says, man, you've been wise here and how you have um, worked your way through all these hard situations, the difficult situations. Um, you've been faithful with little right. here. Now right. I want you to be faithful with much.
1: Right, right. You know, I, I, I think a little... Um, I, I, I'm, thinking on a different a uh, different vein here that's fine but um, usually are yeah usually really
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> i think i think part of the problem where our nation is at is we don't understand that the kingdom of god is here uh you know our, our theology uh our you know kind of pre-mill even our presbyterian post-mill all-mill theology doesn't really live in a way like the kingdom of god is here you go through uh the gospels And, um, I think Luke is where that phrase, the kingdom of God is mentioned the most. Uh, I think it's, uh, Mark second, Matthew, and then John. Yeah. Um, but in Luke it's mentioned over something like 25 times at the kingdom of God. And it's almost always referenced into like, it's here, it's coming upon you. It's right now when, when Jesus cast out uh demons, he says the kingdom of God is upon us. Right. Uh when the disciples went out, the seventy went out and cast out yeah. demons and they came back and like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. we, we cast out demons and, and Jesus' response was because that's the kingdom of God is upon you. Right. Um and and so we don't live in America like Jesus' kingdom is here. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, uh we believe um uh, his kingdom is is rolling out like a mustard seed on this earth so it's not fully all the way here. Right, but you live your life different when you understand that Jesus is is here, and, and that He's not having this agnostic kingdom, which is only in the in the sky or you know, um, in heaven. It's actually an earthly kingdom that's coming, and it changes the way you view how you vote and and also how you trust in your president. Um, you know, our president's not our savior. He's not the king of the whole earth, uh, and it and it takes away the pressure. Of of how I need to maybe vote this election or not vote this election, um, you know you're you're doing the best that you can with the wisdom you have, but ultimately we you know that Jesus Jesus is King of Kings and Lord of Lords of heaven and earth, and and that changes the whole calculation of how you trust in horses and chariots and, and, and men. You don't you you don't trust in horses and chariots and men. You trust in Jesus as King. So I, that's probably I think that's the root of also the the disagreement on the uh, Christian nationalism discussion. Right. Um. You know. Uh. Is Jesus' kingdom here? Yeah. Then maybe we should be a Christian nation.
2: Yeah. Um. I just want to clarify because I think you understand this, Pastor. But I want to make sure everybody understands. And by the way, I see some of my friends inside of here.
1: Are we not recording this?
2: Uh. Of course we are. Um. Reese is here. Are you? Um. Oh. And, um. Anthony Walker's here. What's up, Ant? Um, I'm not letting y'all in if y'all didn't share it. So I just want to tell y'all that right now. If y'all ain't share it, I ain't see no share. Share <laughs> yeah, the y'all. show. No, yeah, I'm it not like letting you y'all in the room. Once you share, throw your hand up there after you done shared it. Um, <laughs> but uh, wow, <laughs> wow, <laughs> That's intense. it's yeah, intense. Like... tell you how it is. It's how right. I'm working right now. Yeah. But I want to clarify something. I want to clarify that I'm not talking about not engaging.
3: Yeah. Right. That's I'm
2: not talking about not engaged. I'm not talking about that globalism and, yeah, yeah. and the international um and, and international politics isn't important. Yeah, no, it's that's fine. Okay. Um I'm not I'm not saying that those things aren't important or that we shouldn't be engaging them. I'm asking the question where is the real power at? Yeah. Right. Yeah. The real power isn't coming because we've it, here and here's what I'm trying to get at. I think there's a the way that we understand how power works and how it flows, all right? Um, I know,
3: I know the answer. Oh yes, Pastor. <laughs> God. Dot the end. Um. Got, dot the end. There's no, there's no power except from God, yeah. and the question is how, how do you get, how do you receive, and how do you wield that power under God's blessing rather than it be something that crushes you and destroys you and everybody around you? And the answer to that is covenant. Mm. That was the part where you're supposed to you know like say uh, preach it and preach, preach and
4: there we go. Yeah. Right, go I
2: just saw David Reese has shared this so he's allowed to come in and yeah. be a speaker yeah. David hold on one second
3: I'll get you in <laughs> but but the answer is covenant um there's the, you you have to have god's blessing to use his power you have to have god's blessing to use his power now there's some of that which is granted i think by by nature of uh, the covenant of creation uh-huh. by by nature of being created you have power to live and breathe mm-hmm. you have power um to um, serve the Lord in sort of generic ways, yeah. but as soon as we're talking about authority, authority to um, lead your family, authority to lead the church, authority to lead a, a nation or a city, uh, or or to be a judge in the civil sphere, you are talking about wielding authority that belongs to Jesus. Right, and so you like, how do you know you got His permission to use that? Right, and I think the answer is um, covenant. Mm-hmm. Um, you because. Um, when when you're in covenant with God, um, in whatever sphere we're talking about, whether it's um uh, you you have you've made covenant with your wife before God. Now you have God's permission, you've got God's blessing to lead and love mm, this woman right. and the children mm. that she bears to you. Uh, if you are in the church and you are in covenant uh, through word and sacrament through the blood of Jesus, um, you have His permission to worship, and that worship is not blasphemous. That worship is under His blessing and um, and then and so forth. But the same thing I think is true um civilly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how how do you know you have God's blessing um to uh rule uh, in the civil sphere? Well, the answer historically, the reformers said was, well, there's likewise covenants made there mm-hmm. um before God uh to uh to rule in righteousness, to rule according to his word. Um Actually, when you were talking earlier, I don't know if uh, David Reese said this when you were talking to him uh, yesterday, but I was talking to Pastor Doug yesterday, and and he said that um, he read a book not too long ago where somebody makes a pretty uh, convincing case that America is still under the solemn leaguing covenant, Mm. which was was the last major covenant made between uh, Scotland, England, and was it Wales? Would that think, be based right? off the English law. Uh, the so- the solemn league and covenant was an actual covenant sworn under God. Um that then later on the um uh, was appealed to uh during the English Civil War and then the Glorious Revolution in the 1680s. Um um with uh with uh, with, uh who was it? Henry? No, not Henry. I can't remember who. It was. William of Orange, that's who we're talking about. Yeah. Um but yep. the, Orange Protestant Orange. There we go. we get it. Um <laughs> But um, but he are, apparently there's there's some folks who argue that we're at, America is actually still under that covenant, the solemn league co- and
1: covenant, and that the Constitution
3: yeah. was ratified basically with that as the background. Um, I think I think enough can be said even just from the Constitution itself that um, that there was a um, even though I might have hoped for a little bit more of an explicitly Stronger, yeah. uh, uh, Christian um, oath, I think right. it's still there right. and it's christian and it's sufficient right
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, i'd like to bring david Reeson. i wonder if he
3: knows yeah
1: i think he
2: was trying that. to jump in there for really? a second and i didn't i didn't see any sound there that's which is really really weird
4: right, uh, david,
2: yeah i think everybody can hear you in this space and we can't and we can't which is i was just this did is the just devil fix if i'd known you it, just it, is. Fix it yesterday i did yeah. we just did this whole thing yesterday it's the devil i'm telling you hang on david everyone can hear I might just. Dave, you're on mute right now. Unmute yourself. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you now. Great.
5: All right, so yeah, I think the, the historical background um it's kind of a mixed bag. So when you have uh, if you look at the Massachusetts Bay Colony for example, their charter and the 16 uh I can't remember the the precise year for for Virginia's, but so those two are explicitly Christian charters when they're granted. So they are certainly covenanted entities, but they would have existed before the Solemn League and Covenant. So any of the colonies where their charters were granted after the Solemn League and Covenant, the acceptance of the Covenant by uh, by Britain would have made it so that there's a continuation obligation that passes along to them. But any of the ones that were formed before then also had explicit Christian covenants. So every 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 colony had an explicitly Christian charter uh-huh. covenant. The United States has the uh, Declaration of Independence, which obviously refers to God and the law of God, and then references Christ in terms of the year of our Lord. So there's absolutely an explicitly Christian background, and individual state charters or sorry individual state constitutions typically have a reference to god right. in terms of their their right. authority clauses and so I, I certainly believe that we have a covenantal context and i think pastor toby is absolutely right in terms of his view that the constitution by itself has references i mean the common law section um, is certainly a, a thing that's a throwback to Ninth the, Amendment. the basis Ninth of Amendment. right so so we and so we have these we have this this background that is absolutely christian covenantal Um, And I just I think we all agree that we wish it had been, you know, a little bit more awesome. (laughs) Uh,
2: Yes, Uh, David, part of this conversation got started because of uh, what we were talking about yesterday on the phone after the spaces that we held, which I, I suggest everybody should go listen to. It's on our channel. It's National Covenanting versus Christian Nationalism or Greater than Christian Nationalism, which, by the way, we found out that at least I started finding out. I don't I think what people are looking for inside of Christian nationalism is inside of civic covenanting. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I think they want an explicit um, mention in our covenant that yeah. Jesus Christ is Lord, yeah. and then we want to work out biblical law for what that means. And I so, sure do. Yeah, I sure. That's what I want. But David, one of the things you said Preach to me on the phone. <laughs> but one of the things that you mentioned, uh, and then I'll jump over here to Lily after this, um, was that we underestimate the family. We don't see the value of the family, and that's what started me thinking about like, should how do we then how would I want to engage with people or with politics? Knowing that everybody thinks that the worldview is from the top down, right? And I'm gonna reset that whole concept. But it's not that I don't want to engage with uh, politics and the, the uh, national politics, but I want to engage with, with where the real power comes from. So, yeah. go ahead.
5: Uh, you know, you are you are the king of your home, and you know you get to do work. And you can you can build things. See, people people don't think they can actually do powerful things. Everybody's moping around, going, "Oh, if only we could do things." Like, you can do things. <laughs> right? the, 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 law, the law of God is an authorization to do stuff. And and so uh, you know, Pastor Toby was just talking about that—the idea that covenants give you the authority to do the stuff, right? And so, mm. so you think about it. No, you know, governments just take things from people, you know. And That's so, right. unless so unless somebody right, makes right? unless somebody makes something. There's nothing to take. So all the power all the power comes from people doing things and making things in the private sphere as individuals and in households. The church, you have the preaching of the word that transforms individuals, you have the sacraments, you have church discipline, you have the worship going on, you have the government going on, but that's that's kind of transforming the individuals in the households who do the stuff.
1: That's so good.
5: And and so, yeah, we, that's so good. we we just don't we don't get that the household is where you know, the manufacturing comes from. It's where, the, it's where the making of people, the making of goods, the making of services happen. And you build these spheres, right? You, 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 you build places where things happen. And so we think of the home as where we kind of come after we've done our work and it's where we go to mope about how bad everything is. But it's where you go to make stuff <laughs> and, it's go, and, and, and so there's just this, the view of the home, I, I think that we have had stolen from us the idea that business is a part of the home, and that's
1: yeah, and the, that's right. And,
5: and you know, I have that's exactly I, right. The...
2: Uh oh, David, we lost you somehow. Did you connect to a Bluetooth or something?
1: You know, um, there we go. You're d- back. back. you back. back.
5: Sorry, we have this. <laughs> uh oh, we. We have this glorious reality that we have been given the ability to go build things out, hire people, and to right. have stuff get created and services be provided and wealth be built. And that's where that's we get right. to rule, and that's where you can build stuff. And your children are supposed to help you to build that. And so you train them to do that. And you're yeah. supposed to work with your wife. She's given with right. to you as a help meet so you can work together for dominion so that's what i want to encourage people in. build that dominion out have those resources that's then how you have the resources to make it so you're free to go do public service in the church and in the state
1: Mm. thanks david Um, wait wait before before he goes yeah it takes me a week to book a call with david yes and then and then we get on twitter
2: yeah and he pops right into the room. Yeah, because he loves me more than you. That's what it is, David. You don't have to defend yourself. It's okay. it's okay. You know. You know. It's, I think Gabe thinks it's racist. I don't think so. And if it is, I don't mind anyway. First of all, it's not affirmative action. <laughs> Wait a second. I don't like. You're done. You're done. Sir. You got. You got a million dollar business to go run. Go do stuff. Uh,
1: that's great, David. <laughs> um, Lily. And Li- then we got we got 13 minutes. Yeah, we got, we well, got less left. than
2: that. All okay. right. We have Lily um, Lily you've been on hold. Yep. Lily you did She's been a listener for a very, very yeah. long time. And so I've known her since Wretched. So. Really? Yes. And she still only has 90 seconds. All right.
0: Hey, no. I, I was mainly trying to get on just to help you guys test out the technology. Just want to let you know that the video is delayed. I had to go on to the Twitter space to hear the audio and then I would watch the video. But the video is now out of sync. So I just wanted to say that. But the second thing, huh? second thing is, um, well,
2: thanks for the bad news, Lily. <laughs> Here's some good news. Here's some good news.
0: Here's some good news. When you talk about you know the the demons of the airwaves or c- being canceled on Vimeo and all these things, I just want to remind everybody that this means we're winning because if we weren't winning, they wouldn't try mm-hmm. to stop us so badly. But they obviously see that we're a threat. You know whether it's the three letter corp, um, three letter agencies or whatnot listening in. I don't know, but they they know we are a threat and i think that's very encouraging for christians to have that at the forefront so that's all i wanted to say
1: thank you i think thank you lily i think part of this conversation i'd love to have a couple people just pop in and give me an argument on you know should we vote for in the presidential election coming up and and if so then who should we we vote for i mean
2: you I'm, better have shared the show. i just going to yeah, tell you yeah. right now. You better have shared I'll, the show if you're going to get in here. I've only seen Dave Reese and
1: Lily really be the ones who retweeted who the it show. and shared it. So yeah, you guys share the show, then you come in. Yeah, but, uh, I'm, I, like, this is something I've just been mulled over to, really, these last couple uh, months as things kind of – Brian of, of Alexandria, there up he up. goes. All right, is Brian coming in?
2: Uh, where's Brian at? Okay. I'm going to see. I'm, do you keep talking? I'm going to add Brian yeah. real quick.
1: And I'm uh, – you know, I mean, I I, I definitely meant peace on – what if I vote or not, or a piece if I, I support, um, uh Ron DeSantis, I, I believe Jesus is King. So I, uh, you know, God's orchestrating it all, but, um, I'm you know, I, 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 you, don't, I don't
3: know what to do. Well, no Brian I, I, I just want to mention, I, Brian I, request. I, I, I believe in top-down power. Yeah. I believe in top-down power.
2: Just want to say that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I um, I think authority. Yeah i don't have a problem with that. I mean, a I, i'm a i'm a believe in hierarchy is why are you playing you know and that's Jesus. Not what we <laughs> talk about he's over it playing? all <laughs> over it all
4: that's i'm that's, just trying
3: to make this interesting mm-hmm. i mean i mean the but i do i do want to mm-hmm. be careful like i agree with everything david just said and i think i think mean, we cross politics should make shirts that say do things david, yeah. david reese yeah, yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Uh, i like to be mixed up with that the kind of david yeah, yeah. I'm do things there's nothing stopping you from doing things and there's a whole bunch of whiners out there who need to stop whining Amen. and you need to you need yeah. to get busy. Yeah. And this is why I love David Bonson. Despite minor differences that we may have about look at way we right. see things on in the country, right. he's a G. Uh, he is a total G because he knows that that's that's the bottom line yeah. is do stuff. Yeah. You're is are you in jail yet? Then yeah. do stuff. Yeah, that's right. You still got two hands and two legs in and, yeah. and muscles at work, Easy. then do yeah. stuff. That's you got food right. in the fridge, then do stuff. So I'm all about that. I also don't want us to dream too little, and I also want to recognize that sometimes God does raise mm. Esther Esther up to the right hand of the king. God does sometimes raise up Joseph to the right hand of Pharaoh. God does sometimes put Daniel and his three friends in the court of the pagan king. Right. And and maybe sometimes also you think I'm not ready for this, but um, but it's 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 both and not yeah. either or. Yeah. Yeah. But I think yeah. the the key is if you want to be under God's blessing, you need to be in covenant with Him. And then what you do is you study the nature of those covenants. Yeah. Um, if, if in this role, here in the civil sphere, what does God say to the king? I need to study God's law. I need to study God's word as, as, it, as it
2: pertains to kings. Okay, you're taking Sean's time. I just want you to know you're going to get into your pastor mode. But Sean, Sean Graham, he's he's at least, okay. you know. Did he share to, it? He did. Okay. Yeah, well, he did.
4: Look, guys, Pastor, Pastor, thank you for letting me come in here. Uh, Gabe, I appreciate you letting me come in here and talk with you guys. I'm not going to talk to Knox because you know uh, Knox, Knox, what? He didn't oh. share, Knox didn't share my post, man. So you know, fair is fair. He didn't share mine. <laughs>
2: so so, my so. <laughs> you do know, you do know, I have a mute button, don't you? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Knox
2: has no- power. <laughs>
1: Yeah. That's top-down power, right there. Top-down power that gives me
2: power.
4: <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Sean. No, hey, Sean, where, uh, are where are you from?
1: Where are you from? What state are you from?
4: Down Ten- here in Memphis, in Tennessee. Uh, oh
1: man, people. love me some ribs.
4: There you go. Come on, anytime. You know I'll take you out. Um, <laughs> I think that there's a really key thing. You started here talking about the family structure, and you're talking about a vote. Our voting structure isn't even right in the covenant right now because mm. how have we done that? We've devalued that family vote. And That's how right. demeaning is that the first time we had to get kicked out of the garden, we restructured the government structure. We talked about Christian nationalism and I don't even know what that means. I don't even know if I am one. I don't know if I can agree with that, but I <laughs> Oh, do you know are. You are. <laughs> <laughs> the Christian nation itself was created in the garden and it was godly. And it was when we broke that up, we were still Christian, but we were pushed out into the nation. So I don't care if it's a Christian Japanese nation, a Christian Chinese nation, whatever it is, we've Pre- got to get up. that structure right. We've got to get back to that family oriented yeah. yeah. beginning or else America can't be Christian. And and we've got yeah. some real structural coherency that we're missing there. And look, you guys, you guys, we're all preaching the same thing. But I think that core element you guys started with, you know, and again, it was that Knox guy that started. He was right. I'll admit it. <laughs> so you guys, you're hitting that family organization structure. And, you know, when people say, oh, mm. they just don't women to vote. No, it's it's much more than that. I want all of us to have familial voting that is good and godly for the governance of all my neighbors, not just Mm. empowering women to have their own vote. I need all my nation. my My whole job is to make sure that I vote, whether you vote for Trump, DeSantis, Robin Swamy, whoever it is you vote for, that vote's important for your neighbor. And our governance as a family is that structure that we're supposed to live out as the bride of Christ, showing mm-hmm. all that out there mm-hmm. to the nations. Mm-hmm. guys. Mm-hmm. That's, I just think Knox was right, and I hate to admit it here in public front of everybody, <laughs> but I had to come on here and tell you guys, the family is where it starts, and I love hearing you guys talk about that.
1: That's great. Thank right, you, that's Sean. enough of you, Sean. I appreciate that. Right, <laughs>
2: Especially yeah, if you yeah. haven't baptized your babies. Have you baptized your babies? <laughs> that's Bro, all I want to know. Did, my kids are
4: grown. What are you talking about? We're bad. So you did.
2: you did.
4: You oh, did. You did. You
2: did.
1: All right. Thank, thank you, you Sean. Appreciate you. All I like his point. Absolutely. You know, we've we've severed the covenant of the family from the vote of of our politicians.
3: R.L. Dabney called this in the 1870s, 1890s. He he was the one who said if he he saw the, the play uh, for um, women's suffrage yeah. as a as mm. um, de- destruction of the family on purpose. He said the feminists leading this charge, this, this is they are trying to um, break up the family yeah. because they want a different kind of nation. Right, Read Dabney um, on, <laughs> on, on women's suffering. 1870s, right? It, yeah. 1860s. Yeah. Oh wow, that was good. I, I think
2: that's that the thing good. telling us it's time to go.
3: <laughs> that was like, y'all are done. That was enough. Yeah. I, just, I just said you know, I,
4: Dabney. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Elon Musk was like, no. no. You know, as we're
2: as we're, um, as we're talking about Christian nationalism, and, and the more I begin to understand what I think some guys are mean and are able to communicate it very well, I'm less concerned about those guys, and more concerned about the ones. Who haven't given me a description of what kind of nation they want?
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they, they criticize, they criticize the the, the the maybe some of the bad arguments, or they criticize sure. that we shouldn't be doing this or but, whatever. But like, okay, what are you for? But then? my God, what are you for? What don't you want? What are you for? The death
2: That's penalty right. for people who commit murder, and That's don't right. you want? People who steal to pay restitution, what standard are you going to use? To, or do you even think the civil magistrate needs to bend the knee to Jesus Christ? Yeah. And if he does, what does that mean? How are you planning on discipling him? Right. So I'm I'm like, whatever you think you you don't like about Christian nationalism is way better than what it is that you are currently in and are going to have if you if you right. Right. don't engage. Right. So I don't know, like I'm Less concerned about these guys over here who are trying to figure it out, and more concerned about the guys who don't even propose an option for the future. Yeah. Um, that said, I see my we got to run, but I see my guy uh, Mark Spence from Living Waters. Mark, it was good seeing you. Next time you get to come in, we'll talk to you a little more too. And Liz, oh, Liz is here. Wow, look at that, Liz uh, Marbach,
3: right?
4: Yeah. yeah Liz hey, what's hey, up, Liz, hey, Liz. Liz?
2: All right, y'all. We'll try and do more of these as we get the opportunity and hang out. When uh, we're just testing the tech, trying to get some things working. It's gonna get better because we're post mill. It just (laughs) happened that way. All right, God bless you guys. That's great. Where's my Where's my Kanye West? Every knee shall bow. Every time. about,
1: every tongue
2: confess, Jesus is Lord, Jesus is Lord.